and welcome to episode 65. You know, the topic of value has been coming up lately, not just the cost of things, but also our own value. And so I thought, you know, we should get into it. Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. What if I told you that creating email newsletters could be as easy as posting to social media? That's right. Flowdesk offers an all-in-one email marketing system. It's the easiest way to get started in building your email list today. Go to flowdesk.com. That's F-L-O-D-E-S-K dot com slash C slash Clearly Catherine for your 30 days free and 50% off your subscription. You can also find the link in the show notes. What is value? You know, most people immediately think of the almighty dollar. Yeah, in some ways it is. But really, it comes back to How do we value ourselves? How do we determine our own value? Are we determining our own value correctly? Are we measuring it correctly to the almighty dollar? You know, something really important to think about because with so many businesses starting and so many different types of businesses and similar businesses, and we've got competition, and you feel like there's a lot of competition in your niche, do you know your value? So how do you measure your own value? I mean, really, how are you measuring your own value? Can you answer that question? Hmm, I feel like a lot of you probably can't, and that's okay. Because I find most of the times my clients really can't put a number on their own value. And then they can't really name their own value. Why is that? I think it's something really interesting I see in entrepreneurs of all levels in all different areas. Now, if you have a product, it's a lot easier to get to value. At least it should be. Because, you know, the cost of creating it and the cost of producing it and getting it out. Sometimes we early entrepreneurs can forget some of the detailed things like the salary, the electric bill, things like that. But in general, it's much easier to price if we have a product, like a legitimate product, like a phone cover or a bottled water or software, something that's a real product. Then we get into intellectual property, 
products like a workbook or a book or a planner or a program that you create with your knowledge gets a little fuzzy, doesn't it? Fuzzy, fuzzy. So how do you navigate that then? Well, you know, you start to look at what other people have done, but what do you really know of their value? So you really need to understand what do they bring to the table that's different than what you bring to the table. So I come back to, do you know your value? Can you list for me right now your top five high value character traits, accomplishments that bring up your value, value in how you feel about yourself and value that you bring to the table. Can you do that? Well, if you can, pause this for a second and take a few minutes to do that for me. Now, I'm hoping you did that and you have at least five good things on there. So now we have five things on this list of of things that we're bringing to the table. And this is because we don't have a product. Maybe it's, we're going to go with the intellectual property section here, okay? So now we know I have these five things. I'm pretty awesome. I got five things. What of those five things makes you so different? Makes you through amazingly amazing. What would cause someone to pay more for your items, for your knowledge, for what you have than someone else. Do you know? Hmm, that's the next thing, right? Look at those things. Because you need to start getting your value. And I I want to redirect you back to episode 15, which is going to do that proof board for you. That's going to be if you don't have that done, go for that. Go go back and, and listen to that and go through that again because that is going to be your consistent evaluator of value. Well, that's a tongue twister. Evaluator of value. But it is. It will help you pinpoint quickly and easily what you bring to the table. It'll help you write a bio. It'll help you do all kinds of fancy things like that. But you really need to start not only knowing your value, But here's the tricky part. Always a little trick in this, isn't there? Do you feel that value? When you talk to someone, are you confident in your value? Can you talk about the value you bring to the table with pure confidence, with certainty, knowing that no one else can bring this to the table? If you can't, then I want you to practice because I want you to really feel it. And then I really want you to do that proof board because when you do that, you really begin to see your value. Now, I also want to say this isn't just for business. This is for all parts of your life. You can do this in anything you feel like you're not really fulfilling at the highest level. And we can feel valuable in our relationships and how we deal with money, how we're taking care of our bodies, and on this podcast today, how we are taking care of business. Because we're taking care of business and we're setting up our value and we're looking at ourselves and analyzing what am I bringing to the table? 
Now, when we go through this simple, simple process, which seems so difficult though, doesn't it? It's like when you get that question, I hate this question. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Well, you know, we don't like to really point that stuff out, do we? Because we don't really want to point out our weaknesses because then we're like, oh, then people are going to only look at that and they're going to only value us at that. And then I start to focus on it. And now you're just focusing on the things you can't do. And it just goes down a whole ugly direction, doesn't it? No one likes to talk about that stuff. When you start talking about your strengths, you're like, "Mm, now am I bragging? You know, am I going overboard too much? Is it too ego-oriented? Why is that? Why are you uncomfortable talking about your strengths, your accomplishments, the things you've done well, doing a little brag about yourself? No one really said it isn't okay. There's a point when it gets a little bit too much. I mean, we've all met that person like, oh, I know so-and-so and I've done da-da-da and I've done da-da-da. But then when they don't ask about you and they're not in conversation with you and they don't really care and they're just focused on telling you everything they've done, that's when it gets a little crazy, right? You're thinking, oh, when do I get out of here? This is hard enough about you. A little focused on yourself. Narcissistic maybe, are you? But that's uh, what we're talking about here. Okay, this is what I want you to really think about. People want to know what you've done. They want to know your expertise. They want to know why am I going to hire this person? Why is their information valuable? What am I going to learn from them? Why is their information different than other people's? What are they bringing to the table that's different? That's what they want to know. So you're not bragging. You're helping people. You're letting them know how you can serve them. You're letting them know how you can help them at the highest level. This is not bragging. It's explaining who you are, why you want to serve, why you've worked so hard at these things, what you've done, what your journey is, and why you are the person that can help them. So they can make a good, well-informed choice. If you're not out there and you're not talking about what you can do and what your value is and what you bring to people and how you can serve them and why they should choose you, you're not really helping people. You're not really serving. Let's just, let's just be honest here. I'm just going to put it out there because, you know, sometimes I'm a straight shooter. And if we think about it, Don't you want to know if you've got a babysitter for your kids? Do you do a background check? Do you call their references? I sure hope you do. Do you check their criminal record? When you get a dog sitter, do you check their references and see what they've done? Do you find out from your friends which dentists they like, which doctors they like? Do you look at reviews of people and stores and shops and plumbers and all that, don't you do that? And look at the, what people say. And then you also look at their record and what they've done and expertise, how many years they've been in business, what their history is. So why wouldn't people do that when they hire you? This is the mindset I want you to be in. Because you're only listening to this podcast because you have value. You have high value. You are a person who is a high achiever, you're very confident, and you are a go-getter. You're independent thinker, 
and you can do pretty much anything you desire. So you need to know what you're bringing to the table before you can really focus in on what you desire sometimes. Maybe you found what you desire, but maybe you don't think that it's something you can do. So you need to get that focused. You know, there's so much to this value, isn't there? And then there's the next part of pricing it. Oh, gosh, I get phone calls on that, man. I mean, it's tough for everybody to figure out their value, their dollar value of what what they bring to the table. And so knowing your personal value, your professional value, what you do have to offer, what your experience is, is going to help you evaluate what that is. Because we're going to call this value-based pricing. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I don't know where I came up with that. Just kidding. I read it in a book once. But it is something I've used for, I'm not going to tell you, but I'm sure you're going to guess that it's more than 10 years and more than 15. So we're going to do value-based. What does value-based mean? Well, yeah, we're going to start off with what do you bring to the table? What do you have? But then also we need to look at when they're done, what kind of value do they have from the experience with you? Ooh, that's another big question, isn't it? I don't know. I've never taught anyone before. Well, then if you're new, you maybe have tons and tons of experience. Let's say you've got all kinds of awards and certifications and, you know, decades of experience in this area you're going to bring to the table. So you're like, I'm going to bring it to the world. But maybe you've never taught it before. Maybe you've never presented before. Maybe you've never done one-on-one before. Maybe you've never taught a group before. So it's hard to evaluate your value at that point, isn't it? So what you're going to want to do is figure out what's a good basis. Someone who has maybe your background, but then maybe has been doing it for a long time, so you're not going to price quite that high yet, but that is going to be your goal as you get more and more experience, and you might get it really fast. Who knows? You might be amazing at it the first time, and then you can go, all right, my prices have just gone up. You can call it a beta version. You can call it the mini coursework as you figure it out. You can do all kinds of things to say it's a fresh launch of a new direction, whatever, And at that point, that is when you're testing to see. Trade them for testimonials, feedback, information, guidance. This is your beta version. This is your pre-launch. This is your testing a new concept. You want their feedback. You want their information. Once you know, you can say, was this of value to you? Was the price that you paid the right value? Was it not the right value? That's what you want to know. And then you can start pricing from there. Now, let's say, what if you are new to this? It's something you're passionate about, but you really don't have a lot of years behind you in this, but this is something you've maybe independently studied on. This is a passion. You've taken a lot of time. You've crammed a lot in the last maybe 24 months or less. All right, let's look at it from this perspective now. 
okay, so you're kind of new at this, you're really passionate, you really want to help other people, you really want to serve, you have a lot to share, you've been working hard at figuring out how to help people, now you're getting ready to put it out in the world, but you're like, I don't know if I have enough background, I don't know if I bring a lot to the table, maybe I don't quite know what I'm doing, do I charge people, can I not charge people, how do I start? You know, you just kind of like, I don't, I don't know what to bring in. I hear this way more than I thought I would because you're passionate about it. You've been studying. You probably know more than the average bear. So lean into that. Lean into it. How long have you been studying it? How much did you spend on your courses? How much have you spent on books? How many hours have you spent at studying on your own and researching and learning and practicing? How many things have you come up on your own with? How many of them are yours? You know, I meet people all the time and they they say, oh, I haven't learned enough. I'm not quite ready. But then they give me all these amazing ideas of stuff that come up on their own. I'm like, look at all this, this huge list of things that belong to you that are your intellectual property that you bring to the table. That is a value. Your approach is a value. How you see this, how you approach it. Your own personality then becomes part of that value. Because my guess is, because I've experienced this quite a lot through the many, many people I've talked to and advised. And I really want you to understand that if you are in this other group of people who don't have decades of experience and awards and all of this, you have something else. You have a deep passion that inspired you to go down the path that you're on and something that has driven you to really focus in on this to such a high level that maybe would have taken someone else decades to learn and study. You've put so much focus and emphasis on this. That is your value. And then how you help others. What kind of soul are you? Are you someone who's positive and inspires, direct, gets people into action, supportive? What are you bringing to the table to people? Because when you start looking at that, that is an element of this value. So when you look at the proof board, make sure you look at what do people say about the approach that you bring to the table? How do they feel about it? Do they leave you feeling better? Does it last for a long time? Are they accomplishing more? What is it specifically? Can you get that information? Maybe you do similar to the other group. You do some sort of beta. You do a test group. You do a round table. You do a couple little interviews. You do some practice things. And all you want is you just charge a small fee. You just are looking for feedback. You're looking for testimonials. You're looking for any sort of advice. You're looking for how much value. I would highly suggest, though, that you do get some type of pricing set up. And this goes for 
everyone and anyone listening. If you are just adding new pricing, especially to something that's intellectual property driven, get a range of pricing. Give yourself a range of pricing. Know what the highest and the lowest. You always want to sit somewhere in the middle, depending on where your value is. You're going to move around in there a little bit higher than the middle, a little bit lower than the middle. So when you ask the question, what is the value? Hit somewhere between the middle and the low, somewhere in the middle and the high, and see what you get from that. Offer them the high one first and then the middle and see what they say and see what you get from that. Because that's going to give you an idea. Now make sure that you measure that to the person and the feedback. Ooh, what do I mean by that? That's pretty good, juicy, isn't it? Well, there's a reason I said that. Because you also, hopefully at this point, one of these podcasts and one of your journeys in business, you have identified your perfect customer. The person that you dream about at night, if I could work with this person, it would be amazing. That is the person you want to get the real price number from. Got it? That means that you do not want to take the price advice from the person who's complaining, well, it didn't really help me and I've taken classes like this before and I just don't get anything from it. Negative Nelly, who's not your perfect customer, is not the one that's going to help you figure out your pricing. Nor is, well, you know, I don't really pay for stuff like this normally, but I just want to do this as a favor. Okay, not your perfect customer. Or your sister, well, I just wanted to see what it was like. Not your perfect customer. Find out from your perfect customer if they would pay for it and how much they would pay. That's who matters the most. Hope you're following me on this because I want you to understand that your value is to your perfect customer. You're not trying to measure your value for Joe Schmo on the street. Sorry, anyone named Joe out there. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, you don't want to just say, this is who I am to the general public. We don't care about the general public in this scenario. I mean, sometimes we do, but in this moment, we do not. What we care about is your perfect customer because your perfect customer is going to be like, here's my wallet. I'm ready to roll. And that's who you want. You want the person who says, I don't care how much it is. I'm ready to go. Your price, they don't balk at your price. They think it's amazing. That's your perfect customer. So figure out who your perfect customer is. Figure out what's your value. What do you bring to the table? What's special about you? What makes you amazing? What makes you the perfect person to help these people, to serve, to share, to inspire? And then match them together like little puzzle pieces and the information will click perfect for you. So go out there. If you need to, check out episode 15 again the proof board. I hear it's helped a lot of people, so I might have to do a video class on that someday. So you guys let me know if you want that. And until then, as always, 
Keep it simple, be at ease with yourself, and allow intuition to light the path. Thank you so much for joining me again on my episodes. I enjoy sharing with you so much and all those who inspire these episodes. Thank you. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can go to my LinkedIn page, which you can find the link in the episode notes and check out Flowdesk, one of my favorite email systems. And also check out the website. There might be some new things coming. So sign up for the emails. We'll see what happens. Like, share, and subscribe. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. And we'll see you next time.